You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Bryce takes it, falls to the ground, and Appalachian State has done it again. They come to College Station, and they take down the number six team in the country. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O's, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Looking ahead to a weekend in college football, the Week 3 card. We'll dive into some thoughts on some of the biggest games here, but... I mean, we can't still ignore what happened last week. It's one of the biggest weeks of upsets we've ever seen in college football. And it's interesting because, right, App State, Marshall, Washington State, they each went outright as a 17-point dog, and they're double-digit favorites this week. Uh, who was this note from again? This was from who, – who had this note uh, that we were talking about here? Was it From um, Bear from College Game Day, Chris right. Felica. Yes, Chris Felica from College Game Day. Bear, he had it. And over the last five years, FBS teams have fit this mold, 6-0 and against the spread. Dating back last 10 years, 11-2-1 against the spread the next week. What do we make of that? That's interesting. A truth or trend here for college football. Yeah, I I was surprised to see that, honestly. I was very surprised. You would think a letdown. That, you would think a letdown the next week, not a continuation. Yeah, a letdown from what the expectations are, and then also the line movement because you get more respect mm-hmm. in the betting market, too. So, Paul, is that too much? Is that too small of a sample size for you to go with this? So the six and zero. Oh, so I'll say I like I started playing some of these, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh man. Um, but six and zero oh would be a small sample size. Eleven two and one over the last ten years, I think, is a little bit more. It does. It makes you know. I think a little bit more legit. I guess I like put a little bit more stock into it. I still think. Yeah. There's a case for it. Also, we don't know. I I didn't go back and look like who are those FBS teams? Are those Power Five right. teams? I feel like that matters. Um, True. As opposed to like a smaller program like Marshall, like Super Bowl, like win last week. And Bowling you know, Green you know is what no it also slouch, might be. To say it. You know what it also might be is that um, more recently, the sharper betters. The, the ones that really drive the line movement that we see are holding that back because uh, a betting angle for forever has been let down spot, let down spot, let down spot. And then you pull off that massive upset and everybody's just going to fade it automatically. We talked to Brad Powers about doing that earlier in the week. weekend. He said some of them, yes, some of them, no, as far as his betting for this weekend. But the, the sharp bettors are probably pushing against that and pushing against some of that line movement by betting that spot. And I wonder if they're doing the same. They're still going with that, with uh, more recent history saying, yeah, yeah, that letdown spot doesn't always work. It's because the team is better than you thought. I also wonder, and we'd have to go back and look at all the games, but like App State is one of these, right? Uh, Marshall's one of these. I wonder if 
I wonder if these schools intentionally schedule an easy game the next week, knowing they're probably coming off a loss, right? Like that, these teams are coming off wins. But like if you're App State and you're making your schedule for the year, don't you want to win the next week if you're going to A&M? Like odds are we're going to get crushed at A&M. Now they won, so let's go back home and beat somebody up to get our confidence back. So it might just yeah. be it's, – it's just like have, they have a win on deck and then they just crush that team because they're so much better anyway. So I think it's all circumstantial. It depends. So – App State would definitely not be one I'm looking to fade. I mean, by the way, A&M and Carolina the week before that. So, like, yeah, I think they absolutely schedule. Like, they're they're a very complete team. They're, you know, Phil Steele in his college football preview said, like, one of their best offensive lines, the best offensive line they've had in school history. Like, they're legit. I, I put them as a – they're not one I'd be looking to fade this week. Yeah, they're against what about Troy Georgia, Saturday. What yeah. about Georgia Who? Southern? They're, they're a big dog against UAB. How much? That, that's an interesting one. Uh, last I checked, it was double digits. Yeah, I saw 11 and a half. Yeah. And George, I mean, listen, the smallest of samples. Georgia Southern's top 10 in yards per play in the country. What do we. Boy, do we have to bet on them? <laughs> that's I kind of want to. Hmm. I don't want to lay double digits with UAB. Plus 335 money line, Georgia Southern. <laughs> back to back. That, that could would be, be fun. Yeah. Is it, I, yeah. I went to look at the uh, App State games. We were talking about that. They actually play a pretty good team in Troy like a, for that conference. They're only 12 and a half point favorites. I thought they'd be more yeah. off of what they just did. 12 and a half. Troy played yeah. Mississippi a couple weeks ago and, and was within three scores. So they played an SEC team oh. within three scores. You know, college game day is in Boone, North Carolina. They're at App State. That's cool. God. Yeah. I mean, Bowling, Bowling Green. Okay, let's let's go through these. If anybody yeah. wants to jump in, the the Marshall number. Uh, Bowling Green is horrendous. They they are arguably offensively the worst team in the nation. They're like bottom three, bottom five. So I don't. Can we get there? Is it still sixteen and a half? Sixteen and a half. I, I'm not betting Bowling Green. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not interested. So even though say, Marshall, they're crying on the field. I'm like, how do they come back after this? Like, they're hearing from everyone all week. Did they even prep for this game? I have no idea. I can't back Bowling Green, though. So I will say about Bowling Green, and maybe because I'm backing them, they have 18 starters back from a team that upset Minnesota, Buffalo, and Ohio last season. So, they, yeah, they got blown out by UCLA in the opener. It was a one-score game at halftime. They were held scoreless in the second half. And then they lost to Eastern Kentucky in overtime last week in a high-scoring game that hit the 50s last week. So I don't know that they're a totally dead dog, and I feel like they're physical enough that they can match some of Marshall's physicality, and that was a physical game against Notre Dame. I mean, they imposed their will, but we know, know what Notre Dame's defense can do or could do against Ohio State at mm. least. And it's homecoming. For Bowling Green. Oh, Homecoming it. plus a letdown spot for Marshall. So are you so telling me you got to do Bowling Green pretty line? I think it's I, a tough I, spot for Marshall. I think that's a weird spot for Marshall. Yeah. It's really tough. This is, th That was the dream scenario, right? Right. At Notre Dame Stadium? Come on. 
It's <laughs> oh, crazy. I mean, any any discussion this yeah. week on college football in terms of spot, we have to have we include Oklahoma, and Nebraska, right? I know we're going away from the conversation of the big no. teams that won Go last ahead. week, but it, I mean yeah. that's it. If this is this is the Scott Frost is out of the building, and we have life again. It's ten and a half right now. Oklahoma at Nebraska. I mean, I would hate this if I, if I have a ticket on Oklahoma. I would hate that they fired this guy because now there's going to be a there's going to be that natural bump. To where it feels like they have life again, can they cover this number? Now, all right, I'll put it this way: Has the number come too far now? Is it too much reaction on the Nebraska thing with Scott Frost? Because now we're we're at ten and a half. It was eleven and a half just a day, a day or two ago. We're keep coming down. Yeah, if you didn't bet this right away, just wait and see. If it, there's just so much liability built up on one side from the public, meaning the Oklahoma side, because we're already seeing ninety some percent of the bets, that's not going to change. Which public better is going to wake up on Saturday, game day's on, they're like, yeah, I want to bet on Nebraska, the complete dumpster fire team right now that just has, that has now a brand new head coach. Public's not going to do that. Like, oh, I'm getting Oklahoma at a cheap number against a terrible team. And they're going to make that move. And the vets, the professionals are all on the Nebraska side. Wow, how things have changed. Quickly, the conversation was, Nebraska's not that bad. All these close games, they're going to start to go their way to, nope, nope, that was the outlier. The close games were the outlier. Scott Frost, we'll see if he how much of a problem he was. Um, I would go, I'd, I'd bet Nebraska, but to answer your question, Joe G, yes, we have come too far for this one to move down to 11. All I keep thinking about is that story about the play. He was making the players puke and Vomit. stuff. Like they have to be <laughs> proud of it. So they have to be so happy he's gone. Like yeah. that's why I love him. just that storyline alone makes me want to bet Nebraska because they're probably like, get this guy out of here. We can like actually be ourselves again and play. I can't bet. I can't bet uh, Oklahoma in this spot. Yeah, I agree. I'd hate to be so, holding a Nebraska ticket too, though. At this point, like that would be a miserable experience on Saturday at ten at this yeah. number. Sure. Yeah. You think it's going to go up, Paul? I I like your point. I don't know how much will it get. I mean, it's not going to get back up to two touchdowns, right? I mean, so between here yeah. and does it get to twelve and a half? Maybe. I mean, that'd be a monster move. Go, yeah. Could go twelve. Yeah. Does anyone have an opinion on the one game that when we had Brad Powers on a couple days ago, he did not have an opinion on? I mean, Brad will give us a pick on any game we ask him across the board, hundreds of college football games. The we dude's threw out, a genius, we, yeah. And then we threw Miami, <laughs> Texas A&M, and he was like, I don't know. I mean, that, does anyone have a thought? This is one of the more marquee games of the week. Five, it's a weird number, five and a half A&M off of that awful loss. I mean, if, if Miami goes in there and wins, do you think somewhere in, at Texas A&M they're like, Man, we're paying this Jimbo Fisher guy a lot of money. And we are we open up as a top 10 team. We're out of the top 25 in two weeks. Thanks, Jimbo. Like, keep cashing those checks because we're not even relevant as we get to October. I want to say Texas A&M, but I don't have a lot of confidence right now in it. And Miami's on the upswing. For the, I, I would say overall yeah. the program is on the upswing, and they, they start out winning the first couple of games, and – Let's see how real they are. This is just going to be a test. It isn't just about the Texas A&M side. What, what if it's a field goal game and Miami right. loses? That's still a net positive for that program. You went into Texas A&M 
and they were desperate for a victory and you hung with them. So I, th- I think this is big for both sides. And Texas A&M in both games started slow. Both their games have started slow. So, I mean, I think I, it's tough to see them running away from Miami. And just to remind, this is a spot we kind of talked about. If A&M bounces back, blows out Miami for whatever reason, the look at Miami for the ACC spot after this week. You could yeah, get a good number um, there. The total's gone down four full points. I understand that move. This Aggies offense is pathetic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how all of a sudden, okay, you're laying close to a touchdown right now, and it's going to go one direction or the other, I, I think, before we get to kick off on Saturday. But with that offense, it's a pretty good team. I don't know how you how you lay that right now. That's tough. That's tough. The offense has been bad for a while. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to be more explosive. They're going to be uh, more up to speed with the rest of college football. It's, it's tough for me to buy into. One other one that I was looking at, I think Fresno getting 12 and a half against USC is kind of interesting. Their run game is very good. USC has not stopped the run. USC's defense has been aided by a lot of turnovers. Tell me the total in this game, 74 and a half. Wow, I just feel like Fresno could run the ball. Paul, I think you, you might be with me on this. They could run the ball and keep them off the field a little bit. I, I think they could keep this close. Jeff Tedford revenge or resurgence spot is the word I'm are. looking for. Yeah, I think I think they could like, again. Who has USC played? Okay, so they beat Rice by a hundred. Cool. Like, let's see. I mean, Stanford had some good history against them, but that was never really a game. Um, so I think Fresno and Fresno just lost a tough one um, last week. I think close score. Uh, I think it was like a a field goal at the end or something like that. But it was a close game. I think Fresno can at least keep up with them enough. I think this is their I think this is USC's first real challenge. I mean, we'll see. Maybe they blow them out too, but I think this is their first real challenge. Stanford's bad. Stanford's just bad. They had their number a little bit, but that's not a good football team. Mm-hmm. You guys think we're going to get 14? Nobody nobody's betting Fresno outside of some of the sharps. They're all going to come the public's all going to be on USC. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't right. bet Fresno now. I would wait. No. No. Yeah, Saturday morning, a 14 on Fresno pops up. I'm in. That's a fun follow on Saturday afternoon. I like that one. Yeah. I can see it. It's a late game, 1030 Eastern. Yeah. Gonna be up oh, that's the night game Sunday? Oh, <laughs> or Saturday. Yes. Another like interesting it. one. A couple more for you, but let's see if we can run through a few. But the Mississippi State line is interesting. Came down off three. Leach and company just, you know, they blew the doors off Arizona. No big surprise there. So it'll be interesting to see what they do against LSU. So it's down to minus one and a half. So, like, for me, that number would be Mississippi State or nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. Another one, Old Dominion. So kind of a week one darling upset Virginia Tech. I think they could do it to UVA as well. So they lost last week to ECU, who we all saw pretty good against NC State. UVA. Brand new offensive line, trying to figure it out. Brennan Armstrong got sacked five times against Illinois last week. They scored three points. Um, they've got a D- an ODU has a deep defensive line rotation. So I'll be taking the eight. I'll be looking at the money line at plus two sixty five as well. And they've got a puppy mascot, like it's a Twitter thing taking oh. over. So good okay. vibes all over. Can't you fade the puppy. puppy. Mascots. No, I hope it's not. <laughs> uh, uh, wh- hor- 
<laughs> do you feel better or worse that Horvey is uh, one of these people also all in on Western Kentucky against Indiana? Hoosiers favored by six and a half at home. Hand up. I'm on it. Feel better. No, I know. I know you are. You mentioned it yesterday. I'm saying, do you feel better or worse that Horvey's all better. over, too? He Horvey's sharp. Pick up. Yeah. yeah. Horvey's he's sharp. pretty sharp at college. Yeah. Just college. Joe Oates, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, BeckQL <laughs> Daily on the BeckQL Network. Lightning bets next. We'll be right back with BeckQL Daily, presented by Bet MGM on the BeckQL Network.